For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! That's right, Jim Moore. You know what we're talking about this week? We're talking about the playoffs. Bulls and the Bucks getting ready to tip off on Sunday, an Easter Sunday primetime matchup with the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round of the NBA playoffs. First time we said those words in five years. It's crazy to think about considering where this team was just even a year ago, two years ago especially. What a difference. Welcome into the Believe in Bulls podcast here on the Believe Network presented by betonline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It's so fun to be here talking about the playoffs and talking about the Bulls. Last year, they didn't even make the play-in. This year, they are in the postseason. It is great. Yes, they've got a bad draw with the Milwaukee Bucks. I'll have more about that and a prediction coming soon. I also really like what Billy Donovan said in an interview with the Sun-Times. I'm going to recap that for you as well. But first, I do have to tell you about our great sponsor, betonline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoff, fights, and even next season's futures. Speaking of the NBA playoffs, if you're so inclined, the Bulls are 50-1 to to win the Eastern Conference, and they're 100-1 to to win the title. Just saying, I'm not, I don't think they're going to get that far, but that's just for your information. Also, don't forget, Major League Baseball is back. The Cubs and White Sox are playing really well to start the year. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. What are you waiting for? It's super easy to get started. Head to the website today or use your mobile device and join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B-L-E-A-V is your promo code. Bet online. It's where the game starts. I do want to emphasize again, those were just letting you know. Those are not my picks. I am not picking the Bulls to win the East, nor am I picking them to win the Finals. I'm not even picking them to win this series. Because this matchup, of all the matchups that there could have been, Milwaukee and Philadelphia were the worst. Boston would have been the best. And even then, that would have been a really rough series because of how hot the Celtics are right now. But I think the fact that the Bulls are going up against not only Giannis, who was unstoppable and still my pick for MVP. He has been my pick for MVP all year. It's between him and Nikola Jokic. I think I'm taking Giannis just because his team is, what are they, a two seed, three seed, whatever their seed is. I think they're a three seed is how this shakes out. The fact that Denver is in the play-in tournament or barely out of the play-in tournament, 
I think Giannis is the MVP, but that's a conversation we can have later in the show if we have time. But this matchup right now, even outside of Giannis, you've got Chris Middleton, who is just as good of a scorer in crunch time as Giannis can be. Drew Holiday is one of the most, if not the most, underrated player in this league right now. He does not get enough love. Every, all the attention goes to Giannis and Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday is right there. He can pass. He can defend. He's disruptive. The fact that the last time these two teams played, and if it feels like it was just a couple weeks ago, it's because it was just a couple weeks ago, Milwaukee won 127-106 at the United Center. And Giannis didn't even have that good of a game scoring-wise. He did not score. He didn't. I, I shouldn't say that. He didn't have a field goal in the first quarter. And then he scored 18 points, grabbed nine rebounds, dished seven assists. That shows you he can do it all on both ends of the floor. And couple that with the fact that the Bulls are an undersized team. Yeah, I don't think this is going to go very well. Yes, they've got the scoring, and I know they're getting healthier. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, Nikola Vucevic, Kobe White, they didn't play in the last game of the season. That lineup was interesting, by the way. They didn't play. They're getting rested up. Billy Donovan had some good quotes about Alex Caruso, how he's looking in practice today. Wednesday, and I think they're going to come out with fresher legs, maybe looking a little better. I know Billy said Alex has looked the best he's looked in a long time. He's looked more like himself. Zach Levine's still playing on that one leg, though. I know that knee is still an issue. He's still on one wheel. That's going to be a problem. They're probably going to double-team DeMar DeRozan again because that's just what they do. That means it's going to come down to, okay, is Nikola Vucevic going to be able to step up? Is Patrick Williams going to keep stepping up like he has been? Well, Iota Sumo rise to the moment. The thing you have to worry about with this Bulls team, among many, many other things right now, is they don't have a lot of playoff experience on the roster. Yes, DeMar DeRozan has been in these spots before. Yes, Alex Caruso won a title with the Lakers in 2020 in the bubble. They've got that experience, but Zach Levine has never been here. Kobe White has never been here. Iota Sumo, obviously. Patrick Williams, obviously. I don't think Nikola Vucevic has been here. Billy Donovan's been in the playoffs. He took five different Thunder teams to the playoffs in five straight years. That was impressive when he did that. I remember when it happened. So, yeah, they've got that going for him. But then you have to play defense, and they have not been able to play very good defense lately. Even against the Timberwolves, they had a big lead. I know that wasn't the stars in the lineup, but... The role players have to step up and play defense as well, especially with the three-headed monster that Milwaukee has. And on top of that, the last time these two teams faced off, it was not Giannis that beat them. It was not Chris Middleton that beat them. No, it was 28 points and seven rebounds from Brooke freaking Lopez. So the fact that they have him and he beat them the last time? Yeah, I don't think this is going to go very well. The series starts in Milwaukee. Game three is going to be in Chicago. First three games were on NBC Sports Chicago, so Bulls fans can hear the familiar voices of Adam Amin and Stacey King, who just continue to do a great, great job as play-by-play -play in color. No Lonzo Ball for the playoffs. Bulls ruled him out for the year. He did not respond well after that meniscus surgery. So he is done. He's not coming back. It's not going to be like a Ben Simmons thing where, oh, he could come back in the next round. No. Lonzo is out. He's not going to play. That's a big hit for the defense. We've seen the numbers. I've read you the numbers. He makes an impact on defense, but at the same time, other guys have to step up. And Lonzo is not going to be guarding Giannis. I think if I'm Billy, I know it didn't work out well the last time, and he didn't exactly rule it out with reporters last week. I think you have to roll with Vucevic and Tristan Thompson. I do. I mean, maybe Patrick Williams can start. I think we need to see Vooch 
and Tristan Thompson out there at the same time. Maybe move Pat Will to three when you give DeRozan a break or something. I don't know. Billy Donovan's going to have to get very, very creative. With the way things ended at the end of the season, the Bulls limped into the playoffs. No, they did not back into the playoffs because they won the last game of the year. Therefore, if they needed to win that game to get in, they won it. So I will not say they backed into the playoffs. But it did not end well in the regular season. And I don't want to talk about next year yet because this year is still going on. That's a long way away right now because we've got this round. You've got the finals. You've got the NBA finals. You've got a lot of basketball to be played before we start talking more about next year. I know we've already talked about the draft a couple times. We'll get to that. I promise that's all going to be going on probably after the series because I don't think the Bulls are going to win this series. I actually picked the Bucks in four or five in case the Bulls do win a game. I mean, I could maybe see it when they go back to Chicago. They could maybe ride some momentum, win a game. I'm not ruling it out. I would say four or five tops. I just don't think the Bulls had the manpower. I don't think they had the defense. I don't think they had the ability, especially to stop Giannis, especially with how he played in last year's postseason. The fact that he's won that title, you've got the defending champs, you've got those key pieces. Let's not forget about Bobby Portis. And, oh, by the way, Grayson Allen is still on the Bucs. I'm just going to leave it at that in case anything happens this series. So I'm picking the Bucs. I'm picking them to win it all. I, I really am. I cannot bet against Giannis. Like I said, he's my MVP candidate. MVP candidate. He's my pick to win MVP, I should say. And with Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, even Grayson Allen, screw it, I don't care. I don't think the Bulls have much of a chance, but this is going to be good experience. Going up against the defending champs in the first round, get some experience on this stage. This is the biggest stage in the NBA right now is the playoffs. You're going to have national exposure. You're going against the defending champions. Get this experience, build on it for next year, and build off whatever, however you want to say the regular season ended because that was ugly to say the least. Also, something else that came out this week that I want to highlight on the pod here. I was reading, I was scrolling through Twitter. This was Tuesday night, last night. And I saw an article from the Sun-Times that says Bulls coach Billy Donovan holds himself accountable for team's performance. And I'm thinking this is just quotes from a press conference. The sub-headline says, In a one-on-one with the Sun-Times, not only did Donovan explain his coaching philosophy as far as accountability, but also what needs to happen moving forward with this group going into the playoffs and beyond. So this is a sit-down interview that Joe Cowley had with Billy Donovan. And I was reading through it, just, you know, expecting coach speak, something of that nature. Here's the first quote, or I should say first quote from the sit-down interview, because some of these were from the press conference. Here's Billy Donovan's first quote to Joe Cowley. Quote, the way I look at it is I want to be able to put my head on the pillow at night, and I want to be true to who I am. I think that when you're coaching, I'm never going to be coaching 82 games in 48 minutes every night and not look back and say, geez, I made a mistake here, I made a mistake there. I've been someone that's always looked at myself first. What I'm not going to do is when the media asks me these questions, if I feel like it's not me, I'm not going to come up with something else. I do that, then how can I be honest with the players? How can I be truthful with myself? This is so refreshing to hear because we heard Jim Boylan in these press conferences. He didn't take accountability for anything. He'd be out there making some excuse. We're saying how proud he was of the players' hearts and their passion and their playing for the Bulls across the chest. And have you seen that movie, Joe, when talking about Field of Dreams? How if you build it, they will come. I had flashbacks to this, and I'm reading that quote from Billy Donovan. 
And I'm in bed reading this, and I'm about to just jump up and shout, yes, because this is so, so refreshing. And the fact that he's taking accountability for stuff, and not all of this is his fault. Yes, he's got a good team out there. I mean, DeMar DeRozan, after that impressive 35-point, 50% shooting streak ended, the Bulls fell off. It should not take 35 points and 50% shooting from DeMar DeRozan to win every game. And I guess he's saying that he needs to do a better job coaching, and yet it is on him. I'm not saying it's not all on him, but these quotes are just so good. Here's another one. I always say, what could I have done better on the things that we had control over? And also, what are the things I need to look at and try to get better from? You start there as a coach, and then you work your way out. The other thing, too, is I'm not a guy through the course of the season trying to pick out these bright spots. Like, oh, we're in the playoffs for the first time in five years. Or, but we've got this many more wins from last year. I'm not into self-promotion. But even more than that, where are we at right now? You want to play your best basketball going into this time of year, and we're not. The honesty. This is so great, especially after Hoiberg and Boylan. And I know Tibbs was like this, too. I really enjoyed when Tibbs was in Chicago. I know it didn't end great for some unknown reason with the old regime. But I feel like Tibbs was kind of like this, too, where you knew where he stood on things. And I respect this about Billy Donovan. And Cowley even writes that this kind of reflects his relationship with the front office. This is from Cowley. This is not a quote from Billy Donovan. Uh, Cowley wrote, did Donovan put a target on his back for the Bulls front office by accepting responsibility for a lack of communication? Or was he so comfortable with his four-year, $24 million deal, as well as with his relationship with Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, Arturis Karnaschovas, and General Manager Mark Eversley, that he felt empowered to say exactly what was on his mind? The Bulls and their fan base have seen a parade of coaches since the Phil Jackson dynasty. Even the three before Donovan were completely different in the way they went about their business. Yes, this speaks to the relationship he has with the front office. The front office clearly trusts him. I trust him. I love the honesty. He could easily go out there with some BS coach speak answer and try to cover it Boylan style with, oh, well, you know, we played hard. We did this right, this right, but we also need to work on this, this, and this. But focus on the good. No, he's going to shoot straight. That's who he is. He's an East Coast guy for crying out loud. He's not going to sugarcoat. He's been in the game long enough. He won back-to-back national titles at Florida. He took, as I said before, five straight Thunder teams to the playoffs, and they were all different. I love it. I really thought that was refreshing, and I wanted to highlight it on the podcast here, especially as we head into what's probably going to be a rough playoff series with Milwaukee. I say again, I'm taking the Bucks in four, maybe five, probably four. I don't think the Bulls do much of anything. And we're going to have an early look to the offseason. I'm going to have some questions I want answered next week, by the way, on the show, depending on what happens in this series. I'm going to look at the expectations we set for this year. I said top five. The Bulls were top six. Now, they dealt with injuries and COVID, but every team deals with that. I'm going to do a full look at what our expectations should be for next year, what moves they should make. I've highlighted that a couple weeks ago. We need to start looking ahead to next year after this series because right now the Bulls and the Bucks tip off Sunday in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Bulls are on this stage for the first time in five years. They've won their most games since 2014-2015, which to put that in perspective, I was a junior in high school. That shows you how young I am and how long ago that was for the Bulls. What a ride it's been, though. Just enjoy the playoffs no matter what happens. We're watching playoff basketball, caring about the Bulls again. I think that's a good thing, no matter win, lose, blowout, whatever happens. 
The Bulls are in the playoffs. That's what you need to look for for next year. Stay positive is the big thing. I know the regular season didn't end well. Stay positive. Just enjoy the games. I'm really excited. That's a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. Make sure you subscribe to the pod, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, thank you again to BetOnline for sponsoring the show. Use that promo code BELIEVE to bet on the NBA playoffs. I know I will be. You should too. It's a lot of fun. Trust me. It's going to be a really fun postseason. I'm sure of it no matter what happens with the Bulls in the next week or so. See you back here next Wednesday, everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I will talk to you then. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.